It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. Time for California Wine Country, brought to you, of course, by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, and Davis Bynum Wines. Also, the Wind to Wine Festival. Our guests today, Al and Lisa Brayton from 37 Wines. Welcome to both of you, and explain the, the name of the winery, 37. The name comes from, we wanted a, a sense of place, and we're located on Highway 37 at Sears Point, so we started with 37. Uh, and then we started looking for a logo, and we selected the Flower of Life, a very ancient symbol from many, many different cultures, uh, representing the integration of different living things. And we thought, well, that's wine, where you take the soil, the climate, the grape varietal, and you put it all together. And after we decided, and we had the name in that, we found out that the Flower of Life itself is made up of 37 circles uh, which <laughs> what was a coincidence totally fortuitous but it yeah. gave us goosebumps right and we said this was obviously meant to be so that's where we're sitting with 37 we're going to start as we generally do with the wine from dan's cellar but uh, actually this one is not from his cellar it's from a, a wine competition that he judged just earlier today and you said mendocino county Mendocino County Wine Competition in, in its 43rd consecutive year, believe it or not. Uh, pretty much the oldest wine competition anywhere, as far as I know. I was a judge up there. I've been judging it for about 40 years. And this one in, in particular was really interesting because it follows two rather unusual vintages, 20 and 21. 21 um, is a little young for some of the wines and this is the, the 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 wine that i brought today is actually a wine that was served on the sweepstakes round today at 12:25 <laughs> p.m and it was uh, it's the navarro 2021 premier reserve chardonnay and i don't think it's released yet uh it's a little bit too young for them they they don't prefer the wines to be uh, released this soon. Navarro, that's Anderson Valley, right? Yes, that's correct. There's a right right near Philo. And um, really nice people, and they do terrific wine. And this is uh, this was open and on the uh, sweepstakes round, and they asked us all if we wanted to grab a bottle before we left. So I grabbed it. It was already open. So. Even I will lay this down. <laughs> it's It's got the delicacy. It, it, I mean, no it's question. good, yeah. but it, it definitely needs some time. Oh, yeah. 2021, right? Yeah, I have no idea what metal it got, but the results will be out within the next 24 hours. Okay. Al and Lisa Brayton from 37 Wines. Okay, what did you guys bring? We brought our 2019 Alberino to share with you. Well, um, please share. Please share. <laughs> Good grief. Absolutely, I'm happy to. Dan, talk about this varietal. Alberino is, is both uh, Spanish and Portuguese variety, and uh, it grows in both uh, countries. Uh, it's, uh, I would call it a semi-aromatic because it's not as aromatic as, for example, Riesling or Gewurztraminer. But, but it, it is aromatic. Oh, it does. I it's mean, it hit me right away. Yeah, it's beautiful. <clears throat> Especially, Shane, your winemaker does such a brilliant job with this because he captures the aromatics, but he doesn't lose the mid-palate of, of dense fruit. And this is a really delicious wine. I mean, this is think about some of the best pairing with wine and food mm. albarino is just wonderful for oh, that. And the nose is amazing i love the finish um al or lisa 
uh, what year is this again? 2019. Okay. And interestingly enough, this is a, it reminds me a little teeny bit of, um, of, of Pinot Gris in one respect. It not, it's not flavored like Pinot Gris, but it's like it, it reacts in the bottle like Pinot Gris. When, when, it, when the wine is really young, it comes out on the market, it's flowery and floral. And then as it sits in the bottle for an extra two years, it picks up these beautiful mid-palate flavors of peach and almost uh, uh, apricot. It just, it's absolutely fabulous. So it, it, it begins to change slightly, and it gives you both. So it's two wines in one. You could either drink it when it's first on the market or wait a couple of years, and it just becomes even more interesting. Wow. It's interesting and lovely. At this very moment. And it'll be better in another year or two. Sure. Then after that, you're on your own, but I like them when they're five years. So Of course. <laughs> Personally. Which is why I've called you Dan Lay, Lay It Down Burger for that's, the last ten years. That's correct. By the way, I will, uh, as I mentioned off-air off to uh, Al and Lisa, that I really enjoyed a 37 Malbec last night. Now, I don't remember if it was the 2017 Reserve Malbec. But it might have been. I, I, I can't remember because I loved it so much. I drank most of it. <laughs> Just drank it up. <laughs> but uh, talk about Malbec. Uh, well, do you, did you bring any? Uh, that's fine. No. <laughs> I filled we, we up on the Malbec we, last night. <laughs> we didn't bring the, the Malbec today. The, you know, we, we brought a Blau Frankish that we'll talk about later. Oh, cool. Oh, Dan, yes. quickly. Malbec. Malbec. Argentine variety, uh, usually pretty dense, but uh, the way it's grown in the Petaluma Gap, it's a whole different game, and it's really exciting because it's a cooler region where Argentina is really warm, and the Malbecs out of Argentina tend to be sort of blockbusterish. And uh, Alan Lisa's version is delicate, and it's got some beautiful fragrances, and then it got the astounding finish. And it had all that last night. Yeah. That I do remember. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Dan, you know that's a credit to Shane, yeah. our winemaker Shane Finley, who does just a, a beautiful job with all of the grapes on the vineyard. But uh, the Malbec, uh, year after year, has just been spectacular. How long has Shane been your winemaker? He's been with us since 2013. He's really a talent, and he, he captures a lot of the fruit components in the red wines that you almost no, don't see in cooler regions. Cooler regions are trickier for red wines, and you have to have a winemaker sensitive to that. Ah. Well, it's, I mean, the Albarino. That's very good, the go. Albarino, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's delicious beautiful. wine. Uh, and there's not a lot of that... Uh, varietal here in our area, right? No, there's not an awful lot of Malvarino uh, growing around California. I would I would take a wild guess and say that maybe less than 500 acres altogether in the state. Do you know anything about that? I, I think that may be an overestimate. I, I yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a little tricky to get the quality Albarino uh, from the um, vineyardists because uh, it's not in demand. I mean, it's hard to find a, a cyan material that you can put in the ground all right then let's move on to another wine thanks harry <laughs> that's good harry's keeping us moving what else do we have per dan's request <laughs> yeah I'm, i instigated this he instigated uh -oh. this uh we brought no, the um oh. 2019 <laughs> riesling <laughs> 
Dan, Rick, why did you make this request? Well, oh, Dan well, is I, Mr. Riesling. Let me explain. <laughs> Please do. It's a radio somewhere, show. Somewhere on, on my business card is the word Riesling. And I, I'll tell you, I am so in love with Riesling, it's ridiculous. And, and in fact, right after the show tonight, I'm going to dinner with five other gentlemen, and we're having nothing but Riesling. <laughs> so that tells you and, and food? And food, yeah. Oh. But this is a fabulous, this is wonderful Riesling. What I like about this Riesling is that it's got really the personality of the variety. It's got that floral, that, that, that wild, uh, almost a, a honeysuckle component in terms of the aromatics. And then and you get a little teeny bit of apple, but the apple is not your typical apple. It's almost like it's a, some exotic apple flavor. And then also the aftertaste, it, it, you want to say that it's sweet, but it's not. I mean, it, it goes in tasting a little bit sweet, but the aftertaste is dry. I agree. Yeah. You're right. And I ha- wouldn't have thought of that had you not just pointed it out, but you're right. That's a beautiful wine. So what do you guys want to tell us about this wine? Al planted it for me. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's planted <laughs> Because in, he loves me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's called Lisa's Block. And it was a challenge. Okay, why was it a challenge? Well, by the way, I like Riesling a lot, too. The The reason it was a challenge was um, we put it up on the uh, the side of a hill uh, on a, a southern-facing slope, and the ground didn't totally cooperate, and we lost about half of it uh, to a slide that uh, went into our reservoir uh, and is, is still slowly going into the reservoir. But... <laughs> Uh, it's also been you know, something of a challenge to grow, and Lisa spends a lot of time in the vineyard. It's her feet in the vineyard uh, that make a difference in working with Shane uh, in the vineyard management company. But, you know, it gets to the end of the day, and Shane says, well, I want a little bit of botrytis, a little bit of rot because of the characteristics that it gives to the Riesling and makes it as true as it is to the varietal. But not too much. Mm. So well, that's the 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 whole deal <clears throat> with botrytis and, and and the so-called rot, right? Exactly. I mean, just and this a is teeny bit. Just a bit. And in, in in this case, it gives the wine just a little teeny bit of you might call it cotton candy or you might call it uh, honey, but I call it honeysuckle because it's sort of it's it it bridges that little gap between honeysuckle and honey. And what I like about it is that it gives you that something that je ne sais quoi. Ooh, <laughs> Harry, you hear that? Ooh. That sounds oh. good. Dan, 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 Dan is speaking in a, a foreign language. That, yeah, don't give a microphone to a writer. I didn't know you spoke Spanish, Dan. <laughs> Thank you so much, Harry. You're, you're I was going to say, oh, that's Italian, but no. I'm not. <laughs> Whatever. All right. What is it about Riesling that grabs your attention, Dan? Because at its best, it has a little richness, and then... The acid always comes back to give you the balance, so it, it works great with food, a lot of different foods. It, it'll even, in some ways, you can serve it with a steak. Now, I wouldn't recommend it, but when you got a good Riesling, it doesn't make any difference what else is on the table. It goes great. But I like the floral component of, of Riesling. Uh, and this is very floral. Oh, it's beautifully floral. But the other part of the floral component, which is subtle, and that is that it's got a thing called TDN, which I won't go in. It's com- it's a complexity that you get only from cool regions and from hillside vineyards, and you've got them both. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> now, Lisa, were you always partial to Riesling? Is that why Al planted it for you? 
I just thought it would be fun. Like, hey, I think <laughs> to plant on a hill and slide into a reservoir. Well, no, right. no, that wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> that was Mother Nature taking over there. But I just thought it would be really interesting and mix it up a little bit. I mean, we have some really unique varietals on our property that are just like, well, let's just try it out and see how it goes. So, now, is your 2020 already released, or is it imminent? It is imminent. Good. I'm looking forward to it. I love the 2019 because it gives you that slate component in the aftertaste. And that's, to me, that's a classic example of Riesling. Slate. Slate. Component. Sort of yeah. that tongue on stone. And that's a good thing? Yeah, it doesn't sound like a good it, thing, it, but it, 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 it is. Sort of, it's sort of, uh, we call it uh, minerally, yeah, but except right, in this case, right. it's it's got so much floral component as well so you got a little of this little of that. it's got everything <laughs> I mean, i'm sorry to say but it have you we just mentioned? giggle away over there <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, i'm in my element he's got his store. <laughs> just don't bug him for the rest of the show <laughs> right. where are your wines usually available our yeah. wines are at bottle barn they're at willoughby's in both pataluma and santa rosa right uh, on the website Petaluma Market. Um, we're we're trying really trying to get a presence in Petaluma. We need all of our local neighbors in Petaluma to continue to support Petaluma Gap Wines. Hey, Petaluma, wake up! Yeah, wake <laughs> up! You got your own AVA with your name in it. Support there, right? your local wineries. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, guys, talk about the wind. Well, in the, the Petaluma Gap, the wind is a constant factor for us. The Gap itself is defined by a region that has average wind speeds of eight miles an hour or greater uh so which is a big deal when you're growing deal. grapes it is a big deal yeah. and you know it creates uh we do uh on on our vineyard we sell about 85 percent of our grapes and use about 15 percent for our own wine production and so there's a constant tension uh caused by the wind and that is it cuts your yield. It cuts. It makes your berry size smaller. It thickens the skins. Uh, really helps the wine, and the winemakers love it. But the grower side uh, of me says, "Wait a minute." Uh, it's you know, a fight. It's a fight all the way along to do that. So, uh, it's a very interesting region, and uh, you know we deal with the wind uh, on an everyday basis. But uh, you adapt to it and make it work for you, and make it work for the wines. Ex- Dan, explain again. Uh, what the wind means when you're growing grapes and making wine. One of the things that grapevines love to do is produce leaves. But leaves are not what we make wine from. We make wine from grapes. But the leaves are helpful in terms of photosynthesis. And so as a result of that, you need the leaves for photosynthesis. But if you get too much wind, then the leaves begin to there's little stomates on the back that close, they close, they're little pores. And once they close, the photosynthesis stops. And what you need is photosynthetic reaction that allows the sugar to develop and mature flavors to develop. And once those all work together, then you've got a perfect uh, balance. And if, if the winemaker has a little bit of wind, not too much, too much wind kills you. Too little wind is not good. But the Petaluma Gap is like a blessed place in a certain way because you've got just enough wind to slow the, the transpiration down, and there's no desiccation that way, and in fact, you get good flavor. Not only is Dan speaking in a foreign language over there, <laughs> but he's, 
He's saying things that I don't understand. <laughs> well, he's using his I'm words. Are, he's using big words today, and I'm not used to big words. But, but he doesn't even know what he's saying. No, I just made that up. So it's <laughs> you use the word stomate. Stomates. They're oh, little stomates. Yeah. One of my favorite bands playing tonight at Hot Monk. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I have to do that every week for Dan. He just loves it. He drives me nuts. <laughs> and by the way, there's a six-pack of wine unopened oh, out yeah. there. Is that Isn't for that me? Great? No, 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 no. That, there's a long story behind there's that. There's a long story. Yes, behind that. We're running short on time. I think we want to get one more wine in, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, you've poured this red. What is it again? A Blau Frankish. Blau Frankish. Tomorrow night at Hot Monk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Got me explain this. Al, uh, what is a Blau Frankish? Blau Frankish is an Eastern European red uh, found primarily in Austria-Hungary. Uh, and, you know, Dan can tell us where he thinks it falls on the wine scale. I kind of liken it to a little bit of Grenache and a little bit of Syrah blended but with a little bit more of the personality of uh, of acidity it's delicious it's just plain delicious i mean just imagine this with pizza or italian food or something just delicious great stuff and there's not much of this in fact the, the 2019 blau frankish from 37 wines is no longer available so don't expect to get it. You can get it at Wind to Wine. Yes, that's you right. can that's get it, it at Wind to Wine. That's the last of it oh, for a while. That's delicious. Isn't that wonderful wine? Isn't I, that it's yummy? fabulous wine. What, so year is this? what are you doing with the red wine in your glass? <laughs> I don't drink a lot of red wine. <laughs> but, you know, last night I enjoyed your Malbec. So. Oh, this is really yeah, delicious yeah. wine. Why do I love this? It, it, need, it needs food. I mean, it's just, it's got wonderful flavor mm. it doesn't have a lot of tannin um it needs a little bit of time another three or four years but what i like about it more than anything else it's got personality it's person this is a wine of personality and and blau frankish is completely unknown to most americans there's a this is one of two great american blau frankish there's another one in michigan which you'll never see called it's made by leftfoot charlie and leftfoot charlie makes a great blau frankish but this may be better Maybe better. I really? This is fabulous it's wine. It's lovely. Just delicious. Uh, Al and Lisa Brayton from 37 Wines in the Petaluma Gap. And, of course, Dan, uh, what's Burger. his name? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Dan, what's his name? <laughs> Dan Riesling. I'm not playing it. Huh? Uh, I'm getting the break sign here. You guys, thanks so much. <laughs> um, Steve, I'd like to thank um, the sponsors of the Wind to Wine Festival. Thank you. Shout out to American Ad Credit, Sonoma County District 2, Supervisor uh, Rabbit, Point Raised Cheese Company, Della Fortoria, Gambanini Family Ranch, Burt's Desserts, Tricor Braun, and of course, a barrel of gratitude to the drive with Steve Jackson on oh, bless you Thank so you much. so much. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming in.